You're listening to the Growpoint Devo podcast. Our mission is to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. We hope and pray that this podcast will make a difference in your walk with God. Alright, good, good day everyone and so so wala na kailan sa ako. I think most of you na kailan na most of you for the sake. So wala na kailan. My name is Clyde. And I would like to thank God for the privilege once again to stand here preaching God's word and also for P. Mark for allowing me to. And you may be wondering why nag-preach ko na naman si P. Mark. Now, don't wonder, I'm here now. You don't have a choice, okay? So um, this time, um, we will talk, we will continue our series entitled, What Good is a Christian? And last series, if you remember, we talk about the Beatitudes, which focuses on the character of a person who, who belongs in God's kingdom. And we answered the question, what does it look like to become a Christian? It focuses more on character, but this series, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to answer this question, what is a Christian for? What is our purpose or our job description? And let me begin this by telling you this story. When I was a kid, I was a kid, like six or seven years old, my mom always told me that I was like this guy. I think kailan mo ani, okay? Jean Cloud Van Damme, okay? Dili na kayo sikat karon, medyo, but in my days or maybe in sa batang 90s, okay? Um 1999, okay, specifically kay basi makaingon mo na tigulang na kayo ko, okay? Uh, in my days, sikat kayo ni siya and my mom always told me that I I was like this guy and you know what? Um of course, when we were kids, we would like to imitate our idol, right? And what made me do it was whenever I wrote down my name, there's always Van Damme. Okay, Clyde Van Damme Lingatong. And malibuga ko ang t-shirt. Nabog yung Van Damme, wala. And also, I was like an action star before, right? Way back 1999. Because most of my toys were like guns. Fake guns, annoying guns. And But here's the worst thing. Okay, worst part. My my father was an army and he had this like little shotgun. Okay, real one. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell the whole story, but I I would like to highlight some things. Okay, now there was one day na na murag na na biyanya ang yung shotgun ba na pasagdaniya maybe sa lamisa to. But what I did was I can still vividly remember it. What I did was I I tried to grab it. Okay. And I managed to handle it. Of course, gamay pag itao, no? Tapos cute man to siya. Medyo madao gamay. And then I said to my father, Pa, my name is Cloud Vandam. And then with all my mouth, um, with all my might and power, I just lifted it at him. So he was like, oh my goodness. And I don't know what happened after that. But one thing I can remember is, ipaluhod ko sa sin. Okay, as a punishment. So here's the morale of the story. Don't point a gun at your father because paludon ka sa asin. I'm just kidding. Okay, here's the moral of the story. As Christians, sometimes we live our life based on the opinions of others. With all the principles, with all the information in this world, how to become a successful person, you have to do this, you have to do that. Sometimes we craft our purpose based on those things. But amazingly, last Sunday, we were reminded that we don't have to create our purpose. Because God already created a purpose for us. All we need to do is just, we, you just have to live it out. And last Sunday, we talked about, as Christians, we are the salt of the earth. Okay? If you can still remember. Fresh pa kayo, no? And 
Um, we talk about being the soul. Uh, we, the Christians, we are the salt of the earth. That we know that our world is rotting, our world is decaying, and as a salt, we are here to bring purification. We are here to bring flavor, preservation in this decaying world. And tonight, we're gonna look at the other side of the coin, which is the light of the world. Now, the salt of the earth and the light of the world has one main thrust or one main idea. And it's about influence. It's about making significance. It's about making difference. Okay? So we're going to look at tonight, Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Now, if you have your Bible, you can grab it. Nine available Bibles. Right? So, if wala, we have it on the screen. Now, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Now, out of this passage, we will focus on the four great truths, right? From that was mentioned or that is mentioned in here. So first is we will talk about the tension. Next is the plan. Third one is the problem. And the last one is the purpose. So we started with a purpose, realizing our purpose, and we will end realizing the very purpose of our purpose. Okay? And maybe it's but later I will explain it. But for now, we will talk first about the tension, which is the darkness of the world. Now, where you need salt, there's always decay, right? And where you need light, there's always darkness. And light and darkness, for Hebrew people, it is a vivid metaphor that like a darkness, a light represents God, and darkness represents evil, and those people who are blinded by the evil one, okay? And I don't need to tell you how dark it is outside. I think we are all fully aware of it, that we are living in a fallen and dark world. There's a recent a war in Syria, and many lives have been lost, even children's. Bombings, killings, okay? Gross immorality, prostitution, adultery, okay? And even abortion. Those are manifestations of the darkness, of this world. Now, I think, dili na na bago sa inyo, ha? Makita na ninyo sa social media, makita ninyo sa newspaper, if you're reading newspapers, but I think most of us are online now. Okay? We can see it. We can observe it, right? Am I? A human here. Okay? So, um, we, we can see it, and according to 2 Timothy 3, 1-5, to we're gonna look at um, 2 Timothy 1-3 to first. Um, you should know this. So Paul warned Timothy, okay? You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing as sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. Next. And they will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, 
and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Now, people, now, Paul warned Timothy that there will be manifestation of godlessness, of darkness in the last days. Okay, people will love themselves, people will love money, they will, they want to do, you know, evil things rather than doing good. And I just want to tell you that the last days is not happening yet, but it is happening now. We are a generation who is living in the last days. Godlessness is always there. It's happening right now. The moment you step out outside this hall, godlessness is always present. Darkness is manifesting. And let me make it worse, okay? Let me make it worse a bit. Um, by quoting this, it says um, one of the pastors, okay, David, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, okay? But um, he said, Darkness is one thing, but intentional darkness is quite another. It is one thing to be subject to darkness. It is another thing to, cho to choose to shelter underneath it. What does it mean? Now, I want you to hear me. We are not just people who are living in darkness, but we are people, by our natural state, loves darkness. Am I making myself clear in here? By default, we are people who loves darkness. Now, um, we, 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 we prefer to live in darkness rather than be exposed in light. Now, in, in my workplace, whenever, about, whenever I talk about you know, godly things and you know, Jesus, and sometimes they tend to, they tend to uh, separate and they tend to ignore and deny it, and sometimes they make fun of you, na po ni ginoo ginoo, na po ni Jesus, Jesus alive alive, okay? Because I know what they feel, because I felt that before. Became, before I became a Christian, Although sa Christian ko before I'm, I'm serving God, but deep inside I'm not really worshiping God, okay? But there are times na dili ko ganahan magkipagtalk sa isa ka person like naay mo evangelize ako, naay mo dose ako, mo share sa gospel, dili ko ganahan because there's a feeling of unworthiness. I'm a sinner. I don't like to talk about God things. And also there's a sense of fear. I don't want to engage in Christianity. I don't want to entertain these things because dagay bawal sa Christianity. That's how I look at Christianity before. And maybe nga inyo ang pagtanto before, even sa Bible, okay? Whenever you open the Bible, ah, dagay man ibawal. Uy, maunang pangit gud kaayo. Dili na ako mabuhat. Akong kinahanglan buhaton nga, which is in darkness, okay? So, but by, but by God's grace, um, I, the way I look the Bible is different now. And uh, amazing thing is, Indeed, the Word of God preserves our life, preserves our lives in this dark world. But yes, um, let me go back that we are by default loves darkness, even if you are a Christian. Although you were delivered from darkness to light through Jesus, and yet sometimes you chose to live in darkness. Or maybe there are unconfessed sin. Ba? And then pasagdan ninyo, you, cho you chose not to confess it. And somehow, along the way, it deadens the passion to serve God and to the point that, grabe pa ni mo ka-active before karun kay dili na nakapakita sa church. And sometimes, you, you try to isolate yourself from people who are willing to help you. And that's living in the darkness. And we must be careful as Christians. It doesn't mean that we are delivered from the light na dili na tama. Although, yes, it's really an assurance that we are in the light now, but sometimes... 
our hearts will tend to, you know, prefer to live in darkness still. We don't want to ex be exposed in the light. Okay? So, um, and we will look at John 3.19. It says in here, And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. That's who we are, apart from the grace of God. We love darkness. You should be convinced by that, and you should know that before you became, uh, before you, you come to Christ. We want to be in the darkness, not in the light, because there, there are things that we can do in the darkness, right? Rather than be exposed in the light. So, and because here is the, the reality of the world today. Our world is so man-centered and has a Satan-directed system that the, the, the goal of the world is so humanistic about self-glory, about self-exaltation, self-preservation, self-satisfaction, all kinds of self-serving. And sometimes we don't expose ourselves like we don't... Um, we, we hide our sins, our weaknesses, because we don't want that other people lahi ang ilang pagtanaw sa toa. That's how we normally behave if we love darkness, okay? Ato ginatago ang ato ang mga weaknesses kay gusto nato makaingon ng mga tao ba that you are like that, you are like this, okay? And so that's, that's, that's the world. That's, this is the world that we're living in. Full of darkness, and this is the people, apart from the grace of God, we are the people who loves darkness. Now, you may be asking, why are, are these things happening? I think we will go back uh, before um, Adam and Eve, they enjoyed being in the presence of the light, right? Being in the presence of God. But the moment sin entered, they were separated from God. And according to the Bible, all hum humankind, okay, we were separated from the light. Okay, that's the reason why everything is dark now. We are experiencing brokenness. We are experiencing experiencing world that is full of darkness. Even our hearts tend to prefer darkness rather than the light because we are separated from God. We are separated from the true light. That's why every. That's why it's not normal, or I mean, it's it's normal. But but here is. The, the second point, the plan. Okay? Okay, listen po kayo nga mag-end na tayo di ha. Delicious, encouraging, right? So, but here's the plan. What's the plan? The influence of Christians. Now, we know that the world is full of darkness and people, especially those who doesn't have Jesus, loves darkness. But this is, I believe, a life-changing statement ba? If we'll just take God's word, this is a very life-changing statement. Because if you are a Christian, or if you claim yourself to, your, to, your, to yourself that you are a Christian, and changed by the gospel from the inside, then Jesus is saying to you right now, or Jesus said that you are the light of the world. In order to dispel darkness, there must be light, right? And Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Now, let's focus, let's pause for a moment. When Jesus said, you are the light of the world, or you are the salt of the earth, he was not referring to the permanent people, okay? The spiritual elites, okay? Mga great preachers, great evangelists, or let's put it this way, our pastor, or leaders of this church, or volunteers of this church. He is referring to all of you, Christians, 
Okay? He is referring to all of us. Now, let me quote this. According to C.H. Spurgeon, he said, This title, he has this comment about this verse, This title had been, gi- had been given by the Jews to certain of their eminent teachers or rabbis. Okay? So, this title is intended for those people who are prominent spiritual elites. Okay? With great pomposity, they spoke of Rabbi Judah or Rabbi Jokonan as the lamps of the universe, the lights of the world. But amazingly, it must have sounded strangely in the ears of the scribes and Pharisees to hear that same title in all sovereignness applied to a few bronze-faced and horny-handed peasants and fishermen who had become disciples of Jesus. Jesus, in effect, said, not the rabbis, not the scribes, not the symbols Sanhedrin, but you, or ye, my humble followers, ye are the light of the world. And he continued, he gave them this title not after he had educated them for three years, but at almost the outset of his ministry. Okay? And from this I gather, Spurgeon said, that the title was given them not so much on the account of what they knew, as on account of what they were. Not their knowledge, but their character made them the light of the world. They were not yet fully trained in his spiritual school, and yet he said to them, You are the light of the world. The fact being that wherever there is faith in Christ, there is light. For our Lord has said, I have come a light into the world that whosoever believe, believe it in me should not work, walk in darkness. Now here's the amazing thing. If you have faith in Christ, those beatitudes, those attitudes na to ang learn in the past became or becomes part of our lives now. Although not perfectly, okay? But those are our characters and by God's grace, we can cultivate it, okay? And that's what it means. So you don't have to prove yourself that uh, you don't have to prove yourself or you don't have to be like someone else in order in order for you to be a light. You don't have to do these things, go a lot of trainings. I know that's very important. Knowledge of God. Knowing Him more is very important. But you don't have to go through a lot of trainings in order for you to be the light of the world. Right at this moment, if you have faith in Christ, you are the light of the world. You are. So can you tell that person beside you, you are the light. You are the light. Right, so let's continue. Let's take a look at John 1, 4. It says that the Word, Jesus, okay, is the Word, gave life to everything that was created. And His life brought light to everyone. This is amazing. Because in our own, we don't have a light, okay? We are full of darkness. Are you getting me? Am I clear? We are. We are full of darkness. But, when Jesus gave His life for us, we become a new creation. Once we were dead, but alive in Christ. And that life becomes our light. That life, that life of Jesus becomes the light of men, becomes your light. Okay? And let's continue. In Ephesians 5, it says, For once you were full of darkness, this is who we are. But now you have the light from the Lord. Asagi ka ng light? From the Lord. So live as people of light. Now, would you agree that the condition of our life without Jesus is the same with the condition of the earth before? Now in Genesis, uh, Genesis 1, it says that 
the earth was formless, void, right? Full of darkness. But when God said, let there be light, it begins to have structure. Same as true with your life. The moment Jesus revealed himself to you, you who were once full of darkness, now you are in the light. You who were once without sense of purpose, without sense of a direction, you have now a purpose. It's amazing, right? You were once who is formless. You are now being conformed to the likeness of Jesus. That's amazing, right? So, and this is the condition that we have. We have no light on our own, but Jesus made us the light. He is the only true light, and we are the reflectors of that light. By nature, we don't have a light, but Jesus brings brings light, brings a light through His life in our lives. Okay? And, wala lang diha magtapos, okay? In Matthew 5, 14, it says that you are a city on a hill cannot be hidden. If you are a Christian, you are like this, okay? A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Now, sa ato ang mga modern readers, dili nato ni ma-appreciate when Jesus made this statement, okay? Because we are people who are living in a city full of lights, okay? But before, in Jesus' time, in Jesus' time, um, para mag-rasgue nato, what's the significance of this, okay? Uh, in Jesus' time, ang, I want you to imagine this, okay? In Jesus' time, the, ang most villages or cities are built on at the top of the hills normally okay and ang custom sa mga tao is they would light a lamp during the night so that the traveler who is walking from afar or from a distance could see that makita din nila or identify din nila na city and they could easily find their way to the village okay so what does uh, how does it impacts our lives now if you say that you are a Christian I want to tell you that you are visible now. You are not an underground movement. Okay? We don't have a choice. But we will be seen by people. And God is not commanding us here that you need to be like the city on a hill that cannot be hidden. But He is saying that you are a city. He's just explaining it. If you are a Christian, then you are visible. So, you know, sa Gingon pa ni Pimark, there's no secret, you know, agent. Okay? There's no such thing as invisible be- believer. Alright? You are visible. Your life is obvious now. You are being watched by the people around you every moment, every day of your lives. As a Christian, you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Because guys, there are a lot of travelers. A lot of travelers. And they need us. There are a lot of travelers who are walking in despair, who can't find reason to live. There are a lot of travelers who are battling against depression. They can't find hope to the point that they think that their life is worthless and helpless. There are a lot of travelers who, who think that life is all about fame, power, money, and once everything is broken apart, they fall. There are a lot of travelers who find satisfaction in this world but was never satisfied. There are a lot of travelers who are experiencing brokenness in their relationship right now. And I believe you can see it in your workplace. You can see it in your school. You can see it in your family. You can see it in your circle of friends. But the big question is, can they see you? Can they see you? Now, if you are a true Christian, they will definitely see you because you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. 
Because there's a danger of failure. This is going to be the third point. Okay? There's a danger of failure. There's the problem. Danger of failure. Now, let's look at Matthew. Let's continue. Matthew 5.15. It says that, Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl or a basket. Okay? Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Now, now let's pause for a moment and now think about this statement for a moment and Jesus was actually saying next slide please so here is the actually this is the lamp okay this is the lamp and wala lang picture na nakuha na ay lamp nagi tabunan okay that's why na candle but it's a lamp okay you just imagine it just fill that one just fill in in there so Jesus was saying that no one would ever light a lamp and then hiding the light that it produces. That's absurd, right? What's the purpose? Okay? And what's the purpose of lighting a lamp if you just hide it? And if you have the light of Christ in you, you don't hide it. You don't put it on a basket. Because the lighted lamp is useless when you put it on a basket, right? Same as true with our lives. The moment that we are aware that we have the light of Christ in us, and that light is His life, and sometimes we put it on a basket, and if we put it on the basket, sometimes it will make us as a person who is in some way loses his purpose, or somehow we cannot really make an impact unto the world. We cannot really make significance into this uh, in this dark world. And according to Martin Lloyd-Jones, he said, if we find in ourselves a tendency to put the light under a bushel or a basket, we must begin to examine ourselves and make sure that it really is light. Because the nature of the light is, the light is it shines. It cannot choose but radiate. Okay? It cannot choose but radiate. That's the nature of the light. And that's the only thing, hear me Christians, that's the only thing that we can show to the world. That's the only thing that we can show to the world, the light of Christ in our lives. And instead of putting it in a basket, we put it on the lampstand wherein everybody will be illumined by the light. I think one of the main purposes of the light is to expose something, right? To, like in a dark, messy room. Okay, hear me, men. Okay, in a dark, messy room. Okay, you, you will not realize the messiness of the room. Not until the light is switched on, right? Same as true in how the way we live. Does it expose something? In how the way we live as Christians, does it expose something? Now let's take a look at this verse in Ephesians 5, 10 to 14. It says, Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is even shameful to talk about the things that ungodly do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So let me ask you, how are we in our conduct and speech? Do people see their evil deeds the way we behave? The way we 
you know, the way we live our lives. That bisan grabi ang reklamo sa imong mga kauban sa work, sa inyong boss nga, dilima, dilima, you know, dilima carry ang batasan po. Okay, bisan grabi ang ilang reklamo is, you chose not to murmur. You chose not to complain. And whenever your circle of friends, um, whenever your circle of friends gossip someone, you don't, as a Christian, you don't go along with their conversation. And if someone would say to you, na, bye, tagay ta, okay, party, party, na party gabi, okay, basin, nai, basin, just kidding, okay, um, bye, tagay ta, okay, and as a Christian, you know that this is a sin and it might lead to other sins, okay, then you chose not to do it. So the question is, whenever, uh, the way we behave, the way we live our lives, does it expose something? And um, at the end of the day, na ay makaingon sa mga that, lahi rajud ka bay. Okay? Lahi rajud ka. I can see something different in you. Wala na ako nakita sa uban. Or maybe ang mga mga kauban, maingon sila, parehas rajud ta bay. Okay? Parehas rajud ta. Ikaw ang mag-una-una o pandaot, ikaw mag-una-una o gossip, ikaw mag-una-una o murmur or complain. Now, that's not the way that a Christian should live as a light of the world. Now, let's let's continue. And it says that, So be careful how you live. Be careful. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, as Christians, we need to make sure that we need to be careful in the way we live here in this dark and fallen world. Because, like a light bulb, di ba kung, sometimes, kung nai, something dirty sa bulb, it dims the light of the bulb, right? It dims the light that it produces. And same as with us. Um, if we let unconfessed sin, if we let little compromises go along, napasagdan ng nato, now, I, I will tell you, it will deems God God's light in your life. So, and, and as a Christian, we don't have to live with that. And when, 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 when saints or when Christians begin acting like sinners, when Christians begin uh, walking or start walking in the world rather than in the Lord, now I tell you, it will ruin our testimony. And it will make us no different from the people of this world. Right? Um, I'm making myself clear here. Okay? So, we as Christians, we need to be careful because here's the reality. Our compromises does not only hurt us, but it will also hurt the people you love. It will broken relationships or it will break relationships. It will affect the church. And hear me, Christians, you're, the moment you do little compromises, you're actually adding darkness in this world. Or you're actually adding decay in this world. So as a Christian, we need to make sure that we need to be wise and act thoughtlessly. Because we are living in this world with so many people that has a critical eye. Ginabantayan ng mga Kristohanan karon kung naabagi difference. And in your life, in our lives right now, 
will this see Jesus? Does it, uh, in, in our lives right now, makita, muradiate bang gospel in the way you live, in the way we live, in our speech, in our actions? So, um, and let me remind you, based in this verse, it says that living a wise life, living a wise life does not depend on your own effort. It does not depend on your own strength. Nakaya lagi na ako ni. Light raman di ay. Simple na kayo ni. Okay? But based on this verse, it says, it says that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because every good works that you have, it's not yours. But it's just the fruit of the Holy Spirit so that you don't have. You, you don't, wala kay maboast ba at the end of the day. The reason why you have good works right now is because you have been changed by God. And as a result, there it is. Okay? That's the fruit only. And we cannot, we cannot be patient with people who are, who are, you know, hard, uh, who are difficult if, but if we use our own strength, right? We cannot be loving with those people who are unlovable. Love your enemies, hello. Love your enemies, my goodness. Okay? Para makaingon ka nga, gilap magyapon na ako kay nagalikay-likay gani ko. That's still not loving your enemies, okay? So it's it's hard. It's hard to live a, a, a life. You know, trying to depend on your own. But praise God that the moment we have faith in Christ, He also gives us an assurance that there is the Holy Spirit in us who will help us you know, overcome those things and live a, a fruitful life. So let me ask you this. Are we a walking testimony of the light in every people we encounter? Are we a witness of the light wherever we are? Or are we doing little compromises that dims our light? And I think one of the compromises is fear of men as well. It's just a sin, but even fear of men. Sometimes we fear people. We don't want to stand out as being different from this world. Because we don't want people to hate us. We want their approval. We want their acceptance. And better to do compromises instead to stand for what is right. Sometimes we do that. Right? But the question is, are we? Are we a testimony of the light? Because at the end of the day, we are the light of the world. Whether you believe it or not, you are the light of the world. Okay? So, and Jesus continued and he said, In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Now, let us pause first. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds. Okay. Right? Jesus was actually saying, let my life manifest in your life by doing good works. Because here's the reality. The life of Christ that resulted to a changed life, and that is now our light, is something that is intangible. Ikaw lang ang Okay? And the world around us needs something that is tangible. And that is the good works. God doesn't need our good works, but our neighbor, neighbors need it. Okay? And as a Christians, we need to let that light shine by, uh, by, by doing good works for the, for the people and for the glory of God. And 
God can use your life as an instrument of change in these lives as well that you've encountered every day. And we're going to take a look at the number four, which is the purpose. Now, this is the, 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 the finale, okay? And then after, uh, we'll, we're going to take a look at the main idea and then we will take a look at the practical application. So here's the purpose, glory of God. Now, that's our primary purpose why we are here. That's our main purpose, to glorify God. This church, we exist to what? Glorify God. Okay, that's our highest calling. Right? And in the next slide, please. Never forget that the one object in holy living is not to convince men, but to glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, our goal is this, although we are talking about being the soul of the earth and or, or light of the world, but our, our goal is this, we don't want people to talk about us at the end of the day. Oh, grabe, jud kayo na sa kabutan, no? Grabe, yeah, mga good works, ba? Nimanifest jud kayo. Now, that is something that we can celebrate, of course. But it's not the end point. Okay? It's not the end point. We want people to talk about God rather than us. We want people to be curious of who God is that we are serving. Okay? And we, we long that these people na, na influence nato by God's grace, you know, God will, will open their hearts and it, it will create, you know, thirst for God through our lives. That's the end point. And um, according to John Mark Arthur, he said that when what we do causes people to be attracted to us rather than to God, to see our human character rather than His divine character, we can be sure that the that what they see is not His light. Let's pause for a moment, okay? The goal is not you know being this you know amazing guy on life because I am the salt and the you know the salt of the earth and light of the world now, okay? People praise my good works, right? That's at the end point, okay? People now seeing my good words, although that's very important because that's something that's tangible. And in that way, you can also bring them to Christ, you know, by, by doing that. But at the end of the day, our goal is to glorify God and seeing people glorifying God. Seeing people nga nasilay, you know, excitement to know God through your lives. And in, in, in 1 Corinthians 10.31, it says, so whether you, you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Everything that we do, we do it all for God's glory. Because uh, our main goal, once again, is not our glory, but God's glory. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? Whenever, when, whenever we think about us, about people approving us, about people liking us, about people, you know, accepting us, we cannot really influence the world. Why? Because you may start thinking, what if I do this? What if I stand for what is right? What if I stand for what pleases God? People might hate me. People might despise me. Ako mga friends, na sila ganahan sa ako Now, let me tell you, a person, a true Christian, is not concerned about his glory, but he is concerned about the glory of God. Because you are if you are always thinking about yourselves then nah. Always can secure. And always ka 
and, and everything that you do is um, para sa imong kagalingon. Dili para sa ginoo. So, we must be careful and we need to make sure that in everything that we do, we will do it for the glory of God. And here's the big idea. I know be, uh, the soul of the earth, the light of the world, the main point of everything is to make influence, to make difference, right? That's the main point why we have this series. But let me remind you that any influence which does not make men glorify God is deficient. Let me say it again. Any influence which does not make men glorify God is deficient. Because the only, you know, the only light that can change them is not our light. By default, we don't have light. But it's only the light of Christ. It is the only thing that can change their lives. Our good works can. Our good works can, you know, kind of makahatag sa curiosity. But at the end of the day, it won't really save them. But it, it is only the light of Christ in our lives that can save people. Okay? And at the end of the day, we don't want to talk, we don't want them to talk about us, but we want them to talk about God. And that light is the light, and we want them to talk about the light, and that is the life of Christ. So, this is our main goal. Being the soul of, uh, and the soul of the earth and light of the world, it doesn't end there. But our main goal is that these people na, na, na atuang na influenced by God's grace will glorify the Father which is in heaven. Or Of course, it's a process, okay? They don't really glorify. They are good, but oh, we don't know, okay? But th- those who can truly glorify God are those people who has who have a life or, or has a heart and then a change. Those are the only people who can glorify God. So, we will go on the practical application. Right, so first application is this, own it. Own it. Okay? Now, um, you need to be convinced that you are the light now, okay? Ako lang balikon that you don't have to be like someone else in order for you to be the light of the world. You don't have to do these things to go on a lot of trainings in order for you to be the light of the world. I mean, the light of the world, but you are the light now. Right at this moment, you are the light. Own it. Own it. You are the light now. Now, of course, there are people na grabe good influence, right? Grabe good pag shine sa ilang light, okay? But, I think, asa tagibutang si we can also shine our lights, right? Bisas sa maginagmay na mga you can shine your light there and if you can really shine that much that that much make sure that you twinkle okay okay you twinkle just kidding okay all right so serious kayo right so then the next is own it and next is live it according to dl modi he said that a christian is the world's bible and some of them need revising Okay, we are in the process, right? As Christians. It is a great deal better to live a holy life than to talk about it. We are told to let our light shine and if it does, we won't need to tell anybody it does. The light will be its own witness. 
Lighthouses don't ring bells and fire cannonballs to call attention to their shining. They just shine. No, sometimes our 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 um actions will speak louder than our words, right? And if you want a sermon that never wears, it your it's your life. It's your life now. It's how the way you live 24/7. That's the sermon that never wears. So how do you live your life? Can can makita ba sa mga tao si Kristo sa imong kinabuhi will the gospel radiate in your life or can they smell smell Christ in you because according to the bible our smell differs from two different kinds of people okay and let's look at second corinthians it says that in two verses 15 to 16 our lives are a Christ like fragrance rising up to god But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing, we are dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. And who is adequate for such a task as this? This would guy, right? But the amazing thing is, Jesus said that we have the light now, okay? And I believe people can smell Christ in us. They should. And um, wala mo kitakabalong kinsa kitawag sa kinoo sa mga tao na atong encounter every day, no? But the point in here is this: whenever people smell Christ, not all people will like you. There are people who will hate you. And like like you smell something fishy to them, okay? And there are also people who will get attracted by your smell, and just continually let your light shine through your actions until such time that you will bring them to Christ. So, in the way we, you live right now, can they smell Christ in your life? And uh, so, on setong first, own it. Second. And the third one is preach it. Preach it, okay? Show me the verse. Now in 1 Peter 3.15b says, And if someone asks you about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. Now, listen to kaayo kung pangotanon ka. lagi ka, Brad. I mean, na difference kasi mo. And then, mong tubag, basta. Unsa din nasa mo basta iyan lang ko listen but guy may ana ka no now if you have the opportunity to share Jesus to proclaim Christ then go ahead take that opportunity share to them how God changed you through Christ and you know it's very important as well that we need we need to know how to share the gospel and if you want to know more, you know, <laughs> you know, if you want to know how to share the gospel, okay, uh, of course our effectiveness comes from the Holy Spirit, but if you want to know, you can share a little shape, okay, you might register now, and there are people who will train you how to share the gospel, so that's advertisement, no? and in, and I think here is the mission, let's look at Acts 26:18. Now, this is the mission God given to Paul to, for the Gentiles or to the Gentiles that Paul would op- open their eyes so they may turn 
from darkness to light and from the powers of Satan to God, then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. And I think this is also the calling of God for us as Christians, as the light of the world. That we are that we are here to bring that light, the life of Christ in this dark world. That people might be delivered from darkness to light. That people might be delivered from bondage to freedom from sin. That people might be delivered from a joyless life to a joyful life. From a hopeless to a hopeful life. That's our goal. We are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Say, you say to yourself, I am the light of the world. Now, if you are not yet a Christian, of course the basis of our salvation is not good works. It's always faith in Christ. And if you don't have faith in Christ yet, then I'm going to tell you lovingly you are not yet a Christian. And you, you need to repent. You need to turn away from your sin and accept God's acceptance. There's still time for you. Okay? You, God loves you more than you can ever imagine. And He wants you to run back to the light, not live in darkness. So if you are not yet a Christian, you can ask for forgiveness and accept His love in your life. And if you are a Christian and you find yourself, you know, you turn away from your, uh, I mean, you, you, you find yourself, you've been walking in the world, you're not really influencing people. In fact, you, have, you are the one who are, is being influenced by the world. Then it's time for you, you repent. We repent, okay? Ask God for forgiveness. And if there are little compromises, sin, or maybe fear of men, ask God for, for forgiveness and Ask Him to enable you to walk in light of the gospel. To share that light, the life of Christ in your lives. So that's it. And right at this moment, there's a response. Can, can, we, just, can we just stand up? And let's commit ourselves to God right now. Let's ask God that God enable me to walk in you, not in the world. And if there are little compromises or sins, you confess to God, confess it to God. Because in the first place God knows it anyway. Because it, it is what dims your light. And God wants His life to shine in you. Alright, this moment, let's make commitment unto our God. Um in prayer. You can pray silently and I will just close in prayer and then we will sing in response to the word.
Abba Father, our Father who is intimate and wants relationship with us, God, we thank you for the word. Thank you for reminding us that we are the light of this world because of Jesus in us. Thank you that we don't need to prove ourselves ourselves. We don't need to be like someone else to be the light of the world, but right at this moment, we are the light. And God, I want to pray that you will just enable us through the power of the Holy Spirit to walk in the light every day. To depend on the power of the Holy Spirit, oh God, that we might influence people and bring them to you. I want to pray that throughout this week, we will commit ourselves in, and be careful in the way we live. We know that the world is full of darkness. That we know that we are living in this fallen world, but we know that we, once we depend in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are always victorious, God. And Lord, I want to pray that you will, you will always influence our lives, our conducts, our, our speech, God. You were you will influence with the gospel, you know. And that this week God made that our light will shine so that people will glorify your name. And thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for being our light. God, we were once so full of darkness. God help us to realize this that we are sinners apart from your grace. But because of your mercy, we are now a light. We are now the light in the Lord. Thank you for that privilege that we can manifest Christ in our lives, that we can be an influence in this world. God, I pray that you will overwhelm us with this reality, with this blessing to be the light of the world and the soul of the earth. God, we thank you and we um, want to honor your name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, in response for the word, let's sing this song.